0: Amen. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those upon whom his favor rests the song of the angels as they pronounce Jesus' birth. That's what we're here to celebrate today and maybe not in the way we were quite expecting since this is a recording. But, you know, due to weather nature and being in West Michigan in the blizzard of a century, right? uh, Here we are. Merry Christmas. Uh, Thanks for joining us this Christmas morning. We are going to celebrate Christ's birth no matter what. And I hope that you enjoy your time with us as we praise Jesus. This morning, uh, as we do throughout Advent, we light candles, uh, and and throughout this season we have lit the candle of hope, and we talked about how Jesus is our hope. We lit a candle of peace. We're reminded again that Jesus is our peace. The third Sunday of Advent, we talked about the joy that we have in Christ. And finally, last week, we talked about a love that we've experienced through and in him as well. Today, we light the Christ candle, knowing that God, Emmanuel, is with us. He has come to save us. Hear these words from the prophet Isaiah. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This morning, we also rejoice along with John, the beloved disciple, as he says these words, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness hasn't overcome it. The true light that gives life and light to everyone was coming, has come into this world. He was in the world and though the world was made through him, the world didn't recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own didn't receive him yet. John reminds us of this truth this Christmas morning. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, He gave the right to become children of God. You are a child of God, loved by him because of Jesus. What an amazing gift of Christmas. So I welcome you again in the name of our Lord and Savior as we celebrate together. If you will, uh, join us as we sing to our heavenly Father, to Jesus the Son, and join with the angels praising the Lord. Amen. If you will, pray with me. Angels, we have heard on high, we hear your song. And hark what you have sung, glory to you, Jesus. God, we thank you this Christmas morning for, again, your love for us that would come down from a throne and become a child. God, that you would, you would come into our lives to dwell with us. Not simply just to rescue us, but to be with us. I don't know if, God, I always comprehend that, that you want to be with me, that for all of us listening and hearing, that you want to be with each and every one of us. Praise you for rescuing us, but praise you as well for valuing us and wanting to to be a part of our lives. Thank you for this gift. Lord, this Christmas morning, we, we certainly celebrate and rejoice. And we know, however, that, Father, there are families and individuals that are having a hard time rejoicing. Lord, whether it be joblessness, whether it be uh, the inability to keep, keep up with finances, whether it be empty chairs around our table, broken relationships. Father, lost dreams, lost hope. Maybe it's pain and persecution. Father, whatever it is that's creating that hopelessness, that hurt, that lack of peace, Lord, we pray for your presence to again make itself known. Because not only did you come long ago on that Christmas morning, you continue to come into our lives by your spirit. So, Lord, indwell us, indwell our brothers and sisters, indwell those who do not yet know the goodness of who you are. Make your glory shine and known. And may, Lord, amidst this life and all of its ups and downs, we praise you and honor you. We have joy and peace in the midst. Father, as we come into your word this morning, we pray that you would teach us, that you would remind us of the good news of Jesus Christ, that you'd encourage our hearts and our minds, Lord, that you would breathe your life in us as you shine your light upon us. We pray these things in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, and all God's people said, amen. Our text this morning uh, brings us back actually to a passage that I read as we lit the Christ candle today, Isaiah 9. Because as we look at Jesus, as we celebrate his birth, his birth was long foretold. It was spoken of years upon years before Jesus ever entered the world because God was a God who made promises and our God is a God who keeps them. In Isaiah, we hear this in Isaiah chapter 9, starting in verse 1. Nevertheless, Isaiah says, and he's speaking to a hopeless people, a people who need to believe in something. He says, nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zembulun, the land of Naphtali, but in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. and those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. God, you've enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders and he'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the greatness of his government in peace, there will be no end He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. And Isaiah ends with this promise, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. This is the word of the Lord, thanks be to God. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. I love this passage in Isaiah 9 because he is so certain in the hope that is before him. He is so certain is the hope in the hope that he is sharing with the rest of the world, with the people of Israel that a light would come in the darkness, that a son, the Messiah, would come. Now, he was thinking it would be a king like the world understood kings, like the kings that had maybe led Israel astray and were not so great for Judah. But nonetheless, somebody would come in the line of David, and there would be God's kingdom there in the land, in the life, in their lives, and it would reign forever. He was so confident in this. It's like Christmas morning, right? We all knew today was coming. We may not have known that we were going to be at home in the midst of a blizzard. But we knew with certainty Christmas was coming. I don't think there was ever a year. And, and I mean, I'm grateful for the provision of my family and, and friends. Uh, but But throughout my life, I never... Question: I always look forward to Christmas, right, in hope, but it was a hope that was certain, right? It was sure, it was certain. It wasn't a hope that was a wish or a whim. And Isaiah speaks with that certainty about a Jesus who would come, that the zeal of the Lord Almighty would accomplish the bringing of God's kingdom, a Messiah sitting on the throne Now, the beauty of Christmas morning is we we don't even just look forward to Christmas. We know it has come. And, And this morning, I'd like to say that the zeal of the Lord Almighty has accomplished this. Just days after Jesus was born, Mary and Joseph bring Jesus to the temple. Uh, to, to do what any good Jewish person would do on the eighth day. He would be sac- circumcised. They would fulfill their religious duty. And there we hear this story of a man named Simeon. I'd like to bring your attention to this. It's in Luke 2. It's after the famous kind of Luke 2 birth narrative. Uh, just days later, we hear again of, of Simeon. Hear these words. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was awaiting the consolation, right, the comfort, the hope. He was awaiting what Isaiah prophesied about, the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Wow, what an amazing gift. Verse 27, moved by the Spirit, he went to the temple courts. When a parent's brought in the child Jesus to do for him what, was the custom, what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles in the glory of your people Israel. Simeon got to see firsthand that the zeal of the Lord Almighty has accomplished what Isaiah had hoped for. And in Simeon, we see a peace, Right? There, there's, this, there's this calmness, there's this contentment. And as we journeyed through Advent, not only have we relied on and leaned into the hope that we have in Christ Jesus, but he also experienced the peace we have in Jesus. God's salvation has come. The greatest gift that God could give to us as human beings has come. Christmas has come. We're not left looking forward only. We're now today looking back saying God has fulfilled his promise. What he he promised us in Isaiah is real and true. And we can have certainty because God keeps his promises. Man, this is amazing. This is a gift of Christmas. Simeon got to experience peace because he saw the fullness of God's promise. He got to experience it fulfilled, and it made him okay. He didn't know what would come. He didn't know how, about how God would bring all that peace. He just knew a peace. He knew that all things were right now that the Savior, Emmanuel, God, was with us. We can have confidence in this and when we look ahead to just the words of Jesus in John 14. He reminds us, just as he's about ready to go to the cross, as he speaks to his disciples, he speaks to us. He says, all this I've spoken while still with you, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit is God's presence and power. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. He'll remind you of everything I've said to you. And then Jesus says this, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I don't give to you as the world gives, but don't let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Not only is Simeon blessed with a peace in seeing Jesus, Jesus promises that peace to continue in our lives through the Holy Spirit. And it may not always look the way we want it to or look the way uh, things should be, right? We want to be sitting together celebrating this morning. hearing our voices raised with one another, rubbing elbows, right, giving hugs. Sometimes it doesn't always look that way, but that peace that God offers us is still real for us. That peace that surpasses understanding that guards our hearts and minds does so in Christ Jesus and it indwells us by a spirit that God has gifted to live within us. What an amazing Christmas gift we've received. The God incarnate, Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, who remains with us. The Lord, the zeal of the Lord Almighty has accomplished this. One last thing I want to think about today, because here's the reality, um, and I've been there. I'll admit that you get done unwrapping all the presents and... uh, you're looking forward to next Christmas already, right? We're, we're looking ahead. There's something always drawing us forward. And the beauty is, is, as much as Jesus says, my peace I leave with you, we know that God will continue to give us a hope moving us forward until one day he returns. And we're blessed to have a vision of what that looks like in Revelation 21, 6, and 7. We're reminded uh, of the same thing we hear again in verse 7 in Isaiah 9, that the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Because we know what Jesus has started hasn't yet found its complete fullness. One day, though, it will. And we hear these words in verse 6. Jesus says, he also said, it is finished. It is finished. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. All who are victorious will inherit all these blessings. And I will be their God. And they will be my children. In the verses just before that, he says, I'm going to wipe every, t- every, every tear from your eye. I'm going to make all things new. So this Christmas, we're not only rejoicing in the fact that God has fulfilled his promises, that the the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this, right? It's sitting with the people that Isaiah talks to, the Israelites, the Jewish nation, looking ahead. we, We get to look back and see that God has kept his promise. We have peace in that. And we also get to keep looking forward that Christmas is gonna come again. Jesus is going to return. And with him, he will bring the fullness of his kingdom. That his finished word and his finished work will bring a finality to his restoration and renewal of our lives. What an amazing gift of a promise for us to continue to live into. Right, I love just the reality of Christmas because we're reminded that God is always leading us forward. God will work. And then he also reminds us that he has worked. And all of us live in that cycle, right? God, we need God to do something. And then we also remember that God has done something. Today, we remember God has done something. And we rest in the joy of the fact that God will do something again. I pray today for you, for me that we can experience that gift in our lives, that we can again be able to dwell in the hope that is Jesus, the peace that is found in him, the love that, that God pours out through him in the joy we have in this child who would become king, who would be a lamb who was slain, who would renew and restore all things in his resurrection and in his life. Let's pray. God, thank you for the reminder of your word to us that you not only give promises, you keep them. That you will do what you say you will do. And that our hope can be a confidence, not simply a wish or a whim. Father, and in that we can also look back and see how you've worked. And and we we can have a peace in the fact that you have done what you said you'd do and that we can trust that in our lives, that can give us peace to know that maybe we're in the spot where we're looking forward to you doing something, but we can, God, we can rely on you. We can have peace in that, even though it seems like everything around us isn't all that peaceful. Lord, renew us, renew that peace in us. May it guard our hearts and our minds. Father, fill us with your joy today as we receive again this gift of Jesus, as we remember, help us receive the gift of a promise that we have a sure and certain hope in your coming again, that you will renew and restore all things, that your finishing work, God will bring fullness in life. Enliven our spirits by your spirit today. Again, shine your light and your life in us. Lord, we praise you. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's join together in singing joy to the world. wonders of his love. Praise the Lord. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, If you're tuning in and you aren't familiar with us, I'd certainly love to invite you to jump over to Uh You might actually be watching us from there. Uh, learn more about us. Uh, if you want to partner with us in sharing the gospel, you can uh, scroll down on that page and, and donate. Uh, we certainly would appreciate your partnership and being able to share the gospel together. But please know um, that God is, loves you no matter where you are. No matter where you've been, God has sent his son Jesus into your life and to my, to rescue us, to restore us, to shine a light in us. Amen. Receive this benediction, this blessing of our God today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance, his smile upon you and give you his peace. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and all God's children said, amen. Merry Christmas. Be blessed.